And we are back on another episode of The World According to Us. This is your man, your host, Steve Java. And um, it's Monday, September 25th. And all that I can see on the news, other than local news, are the main issues facing us today in this country, which is an explosion of uh, a combination of quote-unquote asylum seekers and illegal immigrants. You know, some who are being granted uh, legal status to be here simply because they crossed the southern border with the direction and uh, assistance of the the president and U.S. military personnel being deployed there not to secure the border, but to facilitate processing the massive amounts of people that are uh, coming across the border. Who, some of them we don't, we, we, well, a lot of them we don't know who these people are. Um, some are showing, I should say, on different platforms. Um, train loads full of single they would say military aged men or whatever that means young young men that are in their 20s and 30s uh who are coming in train load after train load into the country um and in a lot of cases they're not being vetted they're just letting them go off into different parts of the country uh unfettered and then the president is now saying that he's going to give what is it, 470,000, almost half a million uh, quote-unquote asylum seekers from Venezuela, um, legal status to start working, and they don't have to worry about uh, being deported or even going through the the proper process, I guess, Um, because he's just done it by, basically, by the stroke of a pen. He just writes that they are now legal status, and so you cannot complain or call them illegal immigrants. You have to call them uh, now legal, uh, what is it, workers or workforces of the, of the country? They, are they now granted citizenship just by, the, by fiat, by stroke of the pen? Um, that's amazing and crazy to think at the same time that we have a president who is actively and willfully helping to destroy the national sovereignty of America by not protecting the borders against this influx of migration. I mean, how can you say that this is a nation of laws and then you are openly and willingly allowing foreigners to just come and and violate the laws of the land and to violate the the sovereignty and sanctity of the American people and their borders by just crossing in and saying, well, we made it here. You just have to take care of us. Um, I, I am all for humanity. I'm all for, yeah, we need to, you know, help one another, but there has to be a rule of law and a process. There can't be just this free for all of we just coming and you just make room for us and you just give us everything that we want when we get here sort of attitude. Cause I mean, that's what it seems like. And I'm not saying that I know everybody's situation that's coming. Cause I'm sure a lot of these people have struggled and faced crazy odds and, and, and obstacles and, and challenges to get here. And life-threatening and, you know, risk-taking to to get over here. But what does that say to the rest of the people who are doing it the right way, who are applying and were waiting for their, their green cards or their work permits or visas or status to the legal route? 
we're now saying we scrap that system altogether. We throw that out the window and it's a free for all that the country is now an open border nation that anybody should be able to come here simply claiming asylum and they just let them in. Um, then you have the, the problem of where are we putting all of these people? Where is the infrastructure to support them? And why is it that we're going to do that for people who don't even technically have, in some situations, a legal right to be here or to be using our, our services, our public services that we, the taxpayers, pay for, and not taking care of American citizens who are homeless here first? It just boggles the mind that that can be the rationale unless we look at it with eyes to see that maybe this is by design displacement allowing a free influx of cheap labor that you can then leverage against american citizens when they want to negotiate wages um you can see they have the auto worker strike you have the strike in hollywood with the writers and the, the screen actors and so then you were wondering um, with all of these labor issues, who do you use to replace them? Ah, all of these uh, asylum seekers and illegals that you're just allowing to walk in to the country un un unvetted. And then assisting them, giving them everything that they, they need as they come. But you're not doing that for uh, anybody else, really. In uh, mass like that. Uh, you're not saying that black uh, um, South Americans or Latinos can come uh you're they're specifically targeting certain latin countries that they're allowing to just migrate without any sort of oversight and then the mayor of new york and other uh cities like chicago now they're crying and exasperated because they're swelled to capacity and don't have the means to continue to take in all of these uh people crossing the border i don't think that you can say that this is good for the country to have unfettered, unrestricted border crossings left and right all day, every day into America with people who don't really have the, the right to be here without going through the proper process and who have basically broken our laws to get here. And then we're going to reward them for doing so. That to me is an American. And I think that we're in a dangerous place now where the entire implosion of America is imminent because you couple this immigration uh, crisis, illegal immigration crisis or asylum seeking crisis, however you want to label it, you couple that with the destruction of the national currency, the dollar, where you have bricks and then you have all these other alliance nations that are saying they no, no longer want to deal with the dollar. Meanwhile, we're spending hundreds of billions of dollars, if not trillions of dollars on a war via proxy with the Ukraine and Russia. I mean, this is insane. So you have all of this spending, 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 spending. Where are you getting the money to pay for all of these wars and these prolonged wars at that? So after Afghanistan and Iraq, now we're going to go and do the Ukraine and pledge a blank check to continue to spend, spend, spend with no plan of what are you going to get out of it? How are we supposed to, quote unquote, get the victory? Nothing. But they keep telling you, support Ukraine, support Ukraine. Um, I think it's enough to say that we've been supporting them. They've gotten way more money than even actual Americans 
with our own hard-earned tax paying, taxed upon taxed money. And what we're being told is that not only were we not going to secure, secure the border, we're going to find a way to house and take care of all of these people illegally crossing in while fighting a war overseas. And then the average working class person is going to be destroyed because everybody's going to be competing with the influx of cheaper labor who, as they say, just want to work. They just want the American dream. And this is to now destabilize and to create simply a wealthy class and a, and a poor class. That, that That's what it looks like is happening right now uh, with America. And I could be wrong, but tell me in what world, what other country could you go and steal your way into the country in massive numbers and not be checked, be actually allowed to walk in, be allowed to demand services, be allowed to demand rights that you don't have a right to because you're not a citizen of that country and you are rewarded for doing so. As the saying goes, only in America. Be right back after this break. And we're back after that brief break. And, you know, while on that break, it it gave me pause to consider a little bit more the, the current events of what's happening. You have a 80 something year old president. I think he's 82 in President Biden, who is now under impeachment inquiry. You have his son, who is under investigation and charged with multiple uh, criminal acts and almost had a deal brokered where he was going to be basically given uh, not even a slap on the wrist and basically immunity from the charges that he is uh, pretty much uh, looks to be guilty of, but they are going to avoid because of the power of the seat of the president. And then you have a president who is openly promoting the border crossings that are happening while claiming that, no, he's doing everything to help secure the border. You're pledging soldiers to go down instead of securing the border to assist in processing people coming in. And wave after wave after wave. To me, that is more of a treasonous act as the president in broad daylight than any other president in the history of the country could be considered um, guilty of doing. To say that the immigration system of America is broken is beyond cliche. But to then turn around and say the answer to that broken system is to just open the borders and say come on in but then you're saying but not you not you Haitians we don't want you coming in here not you Nigerians we don't want you coming in here not you Kenyans we don't want you coming in here not you South Africa we don't want you coming in here we want Venezuela we want Argentina we want any of these other Latin American countries who are closer in proximity to the continental U.S. who can walk across 
and obviously the journey, as they say, uh, is very dangerous for them to go through jungle to get here and then crossing the Rio Grande. Apparently, it can't be all that dangerous because you have hundreds upon hundreds of thousands of people who have made it. Maybe it is dangerous, but maybe it is like the desperation is that great that they are able to say in that number of people, there's something else to consider. How is it that all of these other nations are willing to allow their citizens to just up and flee the country un, uh, unchecked? They say, yeah, yeah, get out of here. That's no problem. America, this is entirely a problem that is probably created by American policies. And now the chickens have come home to roost. So now that you've destroyed and destabilized these nations or helped to destroy and destabilize these nations, your people are coming to you and saying, hey, we can't stay where we were because of what you've done to us. So now we're coming to you. And America's answer is, you're right. Okay, come on then. Uh, we'll, We'll figure it out. That's crazy. That's crazy. And we as American taxpayer, what are we what are we going to do about this in this upcoming election? That's the other thing to consider. If you believe that you actually have any voice in government, which personally I, I at this point in the game, I I feel confident enough to say that we really don't have any say. The illusion that has been given to the American people to convince them that they are actually controlling the politics of the nation is, for me, it's been uh, shattered and revealed long ago. There's no way in a nation of 330 plus legal citizens, 330 plus million, excuse me, legal citizens, if that's accurate according to the census, that we can only get This small, 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 tiny pool of interrelated families who have a a political candidate that is uh, viable to run for these public offices, these seats, where so much politics and legislation and and rules and laws that's going to be made and implemented that are going to impact all of our lives. We can only get this tiny pool of people who, whenever push comes to shove, irrespective of the rhetoric that they spew, they go against the wishes and the will of the people. Time and time again, while hee-hawing and laughing like uh, the current vice president does, every time that there's an awkward uh, question or situation that she doesn't seem to have an answer for or can't answer truthfully, it's a ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. And I'm looking at her like... Wow, we are the laughing stock. The way she's cackling like that on the global stage, Russia, China, all these other nations that are against America are laughing in the exact exact same way and saying it is it is imminent. The time is now. This is I I, I honestly I, I never thought that I would be alive to see the open demise and and destruction of the nation in such a fantastic uh way and and it's um i don't know it's amazing you 
you had a nation in America, if we go back in history, where at one point in time, we were the industrial power of the, the world. We had all the manufacturing. We had trades. We had things that were all you needed to build a strong and viable nation. And over time, all of that has been flipped on its head, stripped and sold off overseas because of sheer greed and because of the unfair tax practices of the nation, which basically incentivize businesses to do business outside of the country to avoid being drained, having the, the, the parasitic tentacles of, of big government attached to you everywhere you turn when you're trying to make a buck. They're over here taking happen without even having to do anything. This is this is another part of the fundamental problem. Fair wages for fair labor has never been the ideal of this capitalist society and the illusion, the dream of meritocracy has been pushed as if that's what capitalism really meant, that you get what you worked for. Where it is in capitalism is you get what you can exploit for. And we have this huge labor issue now where you have all these people who were for so many years in the country illegally, not paying taxes, some of them, or maybe most of them, and getting the benefits of living here. They carve out their little their little space. I'm not saying that it's perfect or they, they did what they had to do, but... In the process, you've undermined the legal working class people because you have cheap labor here that now you, you've exploded that by saying that you're not going to protect the border. And sooner than later, once you grant all of these, these people the legal status to start working, they're going to be going to jobs or jobs will just start laying off regular American citizens and saying, you know what? You complaining about the wage being stagnant. You complain about the cost of living being too high. Uh, we got a whole bunch of these people over here who are willing to take this current job that you're doing, that you're complaining you're not getting paid enough for. And we're going to pay them, let's say, mm, a third less than you. Or maybe two, maybe half. Half as much as what we're paying you right now. And they'll do the job happily because they're just happy to be allowed to be here. Uh, we're going to displace you. We're going to get you out of here. We're not concerned about you at all. Matter of fact, we're not even afraid of you as a voting block anymore because we're also going to give these people the legal right to vote in elections so that they can keep us in power and we can in turn get these companies the cheap labor force that they need. And that's just the way it's going to go. This country is not sustainable like that. And... Americans need to stand up and call out these politicians for this this open destruction of us as a workforce, as a, as a people. You're saying that you don't care about the American people at all and that anybody can just come over from select nations that they want in here to replace us. Now, the elephant in the room obviously is going to be, well, who's going to be the most impacted by this huge influx of illegal immigration? I don't think that it will be stretched to say that the, the what do you call them, the mascot of, of white supremacy, that that uh, particular ethnic group will be affected. We know who we're talking about, the ones who just got the, um, what was it, the affirmative action overturned. 
they're not going to really be infected by this because they're a protected class of people. Um, it's really going to come down to the quote-unquote black community who have been the footstool, the stepping stone for every other group of people that have come into the nation. So displacing us, putting us in even further uh, disadvantaged position to the advantage of other people who are not even supposed to be here, at least not in the in the way that they've come. Um, this is basically pitting people against each other. And I don't know. I, I just see chaos coming. I see confrontations coming. I see a president who is openly telling us to our faces, you're going to have to work with the Hispanics. You're going to have to do this and that. And blah, 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 blah. It's like, who the hell do you think you're talking to? Because of the raw numbers. You mean because you've allowed this to happen willfully? And you think somebody wants to hear you talking about, here's the deal. And let's finish the job. No, we want you in jail and out of office. That's what we want. What a horrific and horrendous president and President Biden has has uh, turned out to be. You thought it was it was horrible under Trump, and I'm not saying Trump should have should be in there. Clearly, Trump is a criminal, and a crook, and it took one to know him when he was pointing out Biden. And the whole time, I think a lot of people who voted Democrat did not want to believe that Trump was telling the truth because it was coming from him. But he knows all of these people, these politicians from years ago, from way before he was even in politics, through his business dealings and ties, connections and networks. He knows them. He knows their dirt. And he has no shame, no filter, no hair on his tongue. So he tells them right to their face in front of the American people exactly what he thinks about them and who they really are. And then when it comes out to be true, people look the other way because it's inconvenient because of the political affiliation that they have. They cannot separate their American national pride from the political party. It's it's lockstep one. I, I have to be this way if I if I like this person. I have to vote this way, or if I'm part of this party, I must vote this. No, when you see people are not doing the will of the people, it doesn't matter what party they belong to. You can't vote for them because they're anti-American. They're they're willfully this. This is literally the truth of the matter. Of all great empires that have collapsed, they probably all collapsed from within. All of them from within. And America is the same thing. America has a huge, huge problem of cancer that is growing out of control in multiple areas. That destruction is surely to, to come and it's going to be as biblical as it's been foretold of in the Bible because America deserves it. America could never be the full potential that it was supposed to be because of the policies and the double standards and the, the willful criminals, criminalization of us as a people, the willful denial of justice to us as a people, and the continued favoritism of every other group of people over us. In our faces, broad daylight, real time. And the most insulting thing about it is they tell you to your face and some of us still go out and vote and be loyal to these parties that have nothing to do with our best interests at heart. This is the destruction of America in many ways, all at once. I think that um, 2024, whoever wins that, 
it's going to be a very dark period going forward to reverse if it is even in fact possible to reverse a lot of these uh, Biden policies that he's been implementing and, and pushing through his uh, entire presidency. He has clearly been the most, at least in my mind, unpopular, uh, unscrupulous, duplicitous president that we've seen in a long time. Everything that they are accusing Trump of doing with the documents, uh, Biden has done the same thing. So now how is the pot calling the kettle black? How can you have a president in office, which is why he stayed quiet about the, that issue, who has done the exact same thing as the former president, who has been impeached and after impeached, inquiry after incri- uh, inquiry and criminal counts levied against him? Are we going to wait till Biden's out of office to levy uh, criminal charges against him for the things that he's done or his son has done? I mean, this is just, wow, this is the Twilight Zone. Oh, time to pray and try to figure out what what moves to be made as this thing starts to unravel right before our eyes. New York City, this uh, overwhelming influx of uh, migrants and asylum seekers has exposed America and exposed New York City in particular, the, the empire, capital empire city. How do you deal with this number of people? Randall's Island has, I think, a makeshift shelter set up to house, I think, either single men, if I'm not mistaken. And then the hotels in the city are being used for women and children. What I don't get is why would you want to separate the, the, the families if you're going to allow them in? Why are the men supposed to go to one shelter in one place and the women and children to another? Somebody has to explain uh, what sense that makes. And then you have the family saying that we were illegally separated and and forced to be apart or our children were missing. Um, There's just so many caveats here. I I don't know everything on this subject, but just from the information that you can gather from the different uh, news sources, And the stories that the people are telling from the streets. This is crazy. And it's not sustainable. Chicago suffering the same thing. Texas, really, if you think that um, this border issue is that serious, don't just put up the barbed wire. I mean, get the National Guard down there to say no more crossing in through our our territory, through these these, uh, particular areas. But I guess they need the federal government to give them the money to pay to have the, the the nation protected. These things should be automatic, though, which is another point. Why is this not being enforced? Maybe I've answered that question already. <laughs> well, I don't know what your thoughts are on this uh, subject, but I'd love to hear them. If you have any feedback or, or comments you would like to make pertaining to... Uh, the immigration crisis that America is facing. Um, leave a comment, you know, below or after uh, you've listened to the podcast. And if you like the podcast, I encourage you to like, share, and subscribe. Uh, till the next episode. This has been your man, your host, Steve Jabba, for the world according to us. Stay blessed. Stay safe. Stay prayed up. Take care.